Right off the bat, I am very skeptical of this concept. Yeah. I always think it sounds like bad internet science when you hear the phrase, part of your brain. It's Maybe. not miracle grow. It yeah. won't just make yeah. you grow. It's not miracle grow. I like that. Okay. This sounds like a torture chamber. Yeah, this sounds horrible because yeah. you know what? To achieve the same effect, couldn't you just build it in the mountains? Hello and welcome to I Should Have Known, the trivia game show that can't be trusted. Each week, one of our quiz masters will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of those is a lie. And we are doing human body theme for this month. And to kick it off, our quiz master is Soups. Hey. Soups is going to be presenting us with four facts about the science behind high-level athletes and peak athleticism and the limits of what the human body can do. But remember, one of those is a lie. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Tanner, in figuring out which one it is. Okay, let's get going with our PQQ. PQQ. All right. All right. The pub quiz question. Yeah. Yeah. It's indirectly related to the topic. It's a very common, I think, trivia question. What is the full form of Adidas? What? Oh, the shoe brand? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I say Adidas. Yeah. I know that the name comes from the creator, Adi Dassler. Some German guy. Yeah, that's it. And his brother started Puma? Is wow. that the story? Yeah, yeah. Look up the Wikipedia <laughs> this morning. Prepared yeah. myself. You know yes. something I really, really don't care about? Shoe shoes. brands. <laughs> but I, you know, for athletes, shoes are yeah, very important. I suppose. True. I can allow it for athletes who actually need to do something with their shoes. <laughs> okay. So I did not know that yeah. at all. I've heard this before. Yeah. yeah. Yes, of yeah. course. We see very different internets. <laughs> it's kind of stuff. I don't hear about any of this. Wow. Okay. So let's get into the body, the feats of the body and what amazing athletes, what they can do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So fact number one, elite athletes have an area in their brain that performs 82% faster than average under pressure. Wow. Changes your brain? Right off the bat, I am very skeptical of this concept. Yeah. I always think it sounds like bad internet science when you hear the phrase part of your brain. Yeah. There are specific regions of your brain that do specific things. True. But, okay. It sounds very, very general. Yeah, it's very general. Okay, so let me give you, this is basically a study that was done in 2015. And this study was done by Dunlop Tires with University College London. And they did the study where they took like five elite people. So there was a motorcyclist, a multiple triathlon winner, Mm -hmm. a free climber, a racing driver and a wingsuit daredevil and Olympic gold medalist from England. And they made them go through a series of these tests. There were like physical exercises where participants, they kept on working until they were like exhausted. Mm -hmm. Okay, And then they observed that they were 82% faster, like they could process things faster than average other participants at exhaustion. Yes. Mm. So that was like the combo. So all like adventure, high octane sports. Yeah. Where you have to have very split second reasoning or decision making. Yeah. Yeah. Life or death. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So the test subjects, they were given a task that required the use of the parietal cortex. Mm -hmm. That's the key part of brain that determines speed. And that's where the scientists, they found that the athletes, they have an advantage. That's interesting. 
the parietal lobes, I wouldn't have guessed that that was where it was because like your judgment and planning is your prefrontal cortex, the front right. part of your brain. But this is on like the sides, like where a headphones over your ears would cover. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. also think it makes sense because so it's true. a deeper, more animal part mm. of your brain is a right. deeper, more animal system. Right. It's more like reflex and instinct. Right. It doesn't have to take so long to develop like the front part of your brain. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. Right? We're trying to make sense yeah. of this <laughs> of potential lie. Yeah. That's interesting. It's weird. I think it's very, very believable that athletes would have some kind of change in their brains. So right. like that makes perfect sense. So it's like plausible. Yeah. It makes sense because they're training their bodies and we might think it's just the muscle or it's just the breathing or it's this or that. But the brain has to change too. I think it definitely is connected to this though, this idea of how do you perform when you're in the fight or flight mode? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. That's some animal shit. Yeah. Way, way back. <laughs> okay. I, okay. Yeah. Possible. So it's weird. I, I don't know. Mm. I'm always very skeptical of anything that says part of your brain. Yeah. That's just always to me a big red flag of like, mm. Mm. But it is possible. We have to listen to the other three to find out. Yeah. Okay. So fact number two. Unique bird-like features make the Kalenjin ethnic group excellent long-distance runners. Okay. Talking about long-distance running, like marathons. marathons. Yes. So, if you know anything about marathon or long-distance running, you will know that there is just a specific group of people who just win mm -hmm. every year. They are the Kalenjin ethnic group. They are the third largest group in Kenya. Okay. The total population is about 6.7 million. Oh, okay. 95% of them are in Kenya and then Uganda and Tanzania. Okay. And research has been done to understand why they're different and why they run like the way they run. Based on these studies, a number of reasons have been suggested. But one of the most important factors is likely that the Kalenjin runners have been described to have like a bird-like appearance. So what is it about them that's more bird-like? Yeah. So it includes longer legs, okay. shorter torsos, thinner ankles, thinner calves, and a lower body weight. Oh. So the thin limbs are very important in long-distance running because reduced weight in legs means you can continue for longer, right? Uh -huh. So you don't it, get exhausted. Yes, okay. requires less energy. And apart from their body type, another reason is the environment that they grew up in because most of them are in this Great Rift Valley, which is mm -hmm. 7,000 feet. Above sea level? Yes. Yeah, it's high up. And there is less oxygen yeah, there. Yeah, right. So, so they are training themselves always. So their muscles can work at these higher altitudes with lower oxygen. So when they run at lower altitudes yes. with normal to us oxygen levels, they run better. Exactly yeah. that. Hmm. I mean, this is a known thing. I didn't know the exact ethnic group, but I knew that a lot of East Africans are very good at marathons. Yeah. It is a thing that they tend to be from this region. Like disproportionately. Disproportionately. Yeah. So it stands to reason that people of this ethnic group have these genetic body features. Right. Or something about the region trains you well. Exactly. Or a combination, I suppose. Right. But like, yeah, it's yeah, nature, not nurture. Yeah. I mean... That's not impossible. Mm -hmm. Or the lie could be that it was totally the region that does it. And it's not these bird-like features. It's anyone who grows up in East Africa, in specifically Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda. The Great Rift or whatever. Yeah. yeah. If I grew up there, I could run a marathon. That would be the lie, I think. I really don't believe that, though. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's weird. Yeah. Trying to think of like where it could be a lie. Is I think the lie could be that they just train for it. 
Yeah, it could be playing on this kind of a lot of the ways that Western people talk about Africans in general of like, they're just these tribes in the forest and they don't even realize that they're great yeah. at marathons or like, you they're know, just but like built different. Yeah, yeah. When it's like they live in cities and have sports complex and yeah. train just like anyone else. Yeah. So like, yeah. So maybe that's playing on that. Yeah. Could they be. just have like really great teachers there. Right. You know, like, I'm pretty skeptical of this one. Mm, you have to hear two more. All All right. Let's do fact number three. Naturally occurring growth hormone or somatotropin is responsible for enhanced athletic performance. Wow. So (laughs) this is kind of the idea of like doping with steroids. And this is saying that naturally somatotropin make you a better athlete. So the human growth hormone, also known as HGH, this is a natural hormone Mm -hmm. that the pituitary gland makes and... This is the reason why you have growth, why children become adults. And then at some point, it stops. Mm-hmm. So you stop growing, mm-hmm. right? Very simple. Some uh, earlier than others. <laughs> <laughs> so in California, a team of researchers, they took like young people and they gave them these GH injections. And then there was a placebo mm-hmm. group as well. The ones who got the injections, they increased their lean body mass wow. and they started performing better mm-hmm. as compared to... The other group, yes. So athletes, they're taking this in their body to keep this growth cycle continuous so that they can compete. And this is why this is being banned. Like everyone has banned it because people have abused it so much and they still continue to abuse it. Mm -hmm. I think it's Uh. also like hard to test because it's a naturally occurring hormone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like... I'm not doping. I just have this in my blood. What's yeah. wrong? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That sounds familiar. I've heard of something similar. Something I, like that. I thought yeah. it was with blood cells or oxygen, but maybe it was HGH. Yeah. I don't know. Again, that's always the worst yeah. argument, you know, when you're playing the game on I Should Have Known is to be like, well, have I heard of this before? That's always bad reasoning. But it does sound familiar. I guess the question then is, does it actually make you better or is that just a thing athletes say? You know, like it's not scientifically supported. I would think it would be very bad for you to take it when you are done growing. But you maybe you get some short term boosts in certain things that would benefit an athlete. Mm -hmm. So like it's not miracle grow. It won't just make you grow. (laughs) It's not miracle grow. I like that. Yeah. You are not a plant. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that this could definitely have some unforeseen consequences, just like when you take steroids. Right. Like, it's the same story as with taking steroids. It can negatively affect you and positively affect you as an athlete. Steroids are medicine, actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's kind of the same story and that's why it's a lie. Maybe it's the story from steroids and this HGH isn't being used by athletes. Yeah. So this one is the one which, first of all, it's the simplest and I can understand it the best. Yeah. And so then because of that, I can figure out an area where it could be a lie. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay, Okay. maybe. All right. Can we hear fact number four? Yes. So the final fact, fact number four, Nike had a training house for athletes where oxygen was removed to develop more red blood cells. Okay. This sounds like a torture chamber. Yeah, this sounds horrible because, you know, to achieve the same effect, couldn't you just build it in the mountains? Isn't that what we were talking about, right? Decrease the oxygen levels. Decrease the oxygen levels (laughs) and achieve the same thing. Yeah, save a lot of money. Well, you'd be glad to know that now it's dissolved. (laughs) Okay. 
it was called the Nike Oregon Project because it was in Portland, Oregon. It started in 2001 and dissolved in 2019 oh, okay. because of a ban on the coach Alberto Salazar. Okay. And the reason they developed this house was Nike's vice president was really dissatisfied with American athletes' performance in the long-distance events. This sounds events. like a movie okay. plot. <laughs> okay. So in a suburb, they created the house where filters were used to remove oxygen from the air to simulate living at high elevation. As opposed to just putting it up in a mountain. <laughs> yeah. So they also used a low-gravity treadmills, which allowed athletes to run on a reduced percentage of their own body weight. In 2002, this project came under the scrutiny from the United States Anti-Doping Agency. Yeah. Because they were like, you are in a way like altering your natural body state, mm -hmm. which is kind of unfair for others. Mm -hmm. But Alberto Salazar, his argument was that, no, this is completely natural. It's similar to like people drinking sport drinks and, mm -hmm. you know, it's like the same thing. Okay. Later in 2019, it was found out that he was trafficking testosterone. Oh, so he was straight up cheating. Oh. Oh, he was doping. Oh boy. So it all comes down to how can I cheat without getting caught? <laughs> Just train harder, people. Come on. <laughs> Says yeah. Tanner. Yeah. How far can you run, Tanner? So far. <laughs> wow. So I know that you can kind of hack blood oxygen levels. You can inject mm -hmm. erythropoietin to increase your production of red blood cells, which can carry more oxygen to your muscles to perform better. Right. That's kind of a natural cheating sort yeah, of, right? Yeah. It kind of seems like they're trying to induce that without injecting right. it. Yeah. But also, literally, like I keep saying, you can get the same result <laughs> by just going to the top of a mountain. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you have the privilege to build a big facility like this, yeah. you have the privilege to get yourself to a mountain. Yeah, just move to Denver. <laughs> Come yeah, on. Like, it's really ridiculous to me. That's why it feels almost like maybe this is fake. Yeah. I really like your idea of it could be a film plot. It kind of sounds like the plot of a movie. Is this like how Space Jam starts? Because yeah. he's talking about anti-gravity treadmills. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I have seen neither Space Jam. Also, like, why is Nike doing this? Yeah, come on, Nike. Build better shoes. <laughs> it's both believable and unbelievable. Yeah. That's one of those 50-50 facts. I like to believe that the athletes have a better moral compass and they wouldn't have done this. Because I still consider it cheating. Well, but this one is sketchy. So we've learned a lot about stretching the abilities of the human body and athletes. But one of them was alive. So, Soups, can you please repeat the four facts for us before we take a guess on which one it is? Yep. The four facts are fact number one. Elite athletes have an area in their brain that performs 82% faster than average when under pressure. Fact number two, unique bird-like features make the Kalenjin ethnic group excellent long-distance runners. Fact number three, naturally occurring growth hormone or somatotropin is responsible for enhanced athletic performance. And number four, Nike had a training house for athletes where oxygen was removed to develop more red blood cells. All right. One of them is a lie. Oh, boy. So I think you could convince me that any of them is a lie. <laughs> they sound so yeah, out there. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. But I'm leaning towards either number two or number four. I think you could have lied and said that these marathon runners are 
good not because of their leg structure. There's a different reason. He invent the leg structure thing, though? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's a tall order, but it's possible. And do you think it's the Space Jam one? No, I think that's real. I think it's Peak America. Yeah. Yeah. You think Nike paid to have this place built and then this whole scandal I mean, happened? It sounds really ridiculous and unbelievable and that it lasted 18 years. Like, yeah, it sounds absolutely absurd. But that's the problem of America yeah. is it makes the absurd seem realistic. <laughs> yeah. That's our MO. It's a maybe. I like the idea of it being from a movie. Yeah. I'm not going to pick it. Okay. I can see the first one being something someone would have rephrased on the internet that way. But when you described the science, it sounded pretty real. Yeah. 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 The second one does seem fishy, but my problem with it is how did soups lie? Okay. I don't know. So I was thinking maybe number three. Okay. Maybe it's like we said, it doesn't actually do anything. And that's the twist. Yeah. It's not HGH. Everything he said was true. Athletes do do this. They try to cheat. It's anti-doping is against it. But it's all for naught. Or oh, like, it, doesn't it doesn't do what do they anything. say it does. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very possible. Because I see Soup's being able to create that. I see his thought process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> putting yourself in his shoes. Yeah, his, yeah. His Adidas okay. or Nike. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. putting on his, what are you wearing today? New Balance. Yeah, I'm putting on yeah. his New Balances <laughs> and mowing the lawn. No, they're, they're like nicer ones than that. Yeah. So maybe I'll look that. Okay. I'm going with number two. And Andy, you're picking number, number three. three. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of you is right. Mm. So okay. that's always the good news. So Space Jam Island is real. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But we have a double good news when Andy decided to put on my shoes and <laughs> tried to run a mile. It's exactly that. Wow. Because claims that growth hormone enhances physical performance are not supported by the scientific literature. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I just know you so well. I think. <laughs> Wow. You nailed it. I really, wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say. I was like, I I never expected to be exactly right whenever (laughs) whenever I make those really outlandish guesses that I always make. It's very rare that I'm exactly right. (laughs) But you just had to think out loud and work through it and then think like, how could soups have made this a lie? (laughs) That to me, because like all these facts were like really complicated. Yeah. So that was my thing with it, though, mm-hmm. was like, no offense, Soups, but yeah. you're not a scientist. No. <laughs> so like for some of the stuff, I was like, he's either swinging for the fences <laughs> or this is real. Yeah. Like I could not have come up with that. that. Yeah. I would be very impressed. So. Right. I really liked how you worded it. You're like, this is the first one that I fully understand. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But that's how I felt about yeah, all yeah. of them. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't get this yeah. <laughs> but because you fully understood it you could make it a lie yeah, so yeah. you could see how it would That's be a true. lie mm-hmm. very interesting yeah. i mean moral of the story is that human body is amazing yeah, yeah can do right? great things but also i think this episode speaks not only to the greatness of the human body and its abilities but also to human ingenuity and mm-hmm. our ability to enhance our bodies to be even better than nature mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. yeah very cool. I should have known. Uh, yeah, I feel like I don't have to say it this way. I'm like the queen. I knew it. You I, have known. I have known. Yeah. I do know. And I, I will, will know. know. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of I Should Have Known. We are now also on YouTube. So if you are listening there, do the usual YouTube things like comment, subscribe. Yeah, did you figure out Soup's Lie or which one did you think it was? If you're listening on a traditional podcast platform, then we would ask you please to leave us a review. That can really help us out and get us in front of more eyes and ears. And we will be continuing with our human body theme 
Next week, I will be your quiz master, and I'm going to be talking about the science of tattoos. So be on the lookout for that. And as always, thanks for listening. Tubby little turd.